Yo, 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 what's good? You. What's up? What are you saying? What's good, bro? Nothing much, just chilling. What are you saying? Yeah, bro. We're chilling, man. We're chilling, we're chilling, we're chilling. You know what? It's actually really cold. Super freezing, man. Super freezing. Welcome to London, man. Bro, I'm not I'm not made for this weather, you know. I literally feel like I've never got used to it. All this time I've been in this country for my whole life, born here and everything. Nope. I literally need to be transported to another hot country. I can't take it. It's going to be okay, man. Just appreciate the cold, you know what I mean? Never. Season <laughs> for everything, mate. Season for everything, mate. No, I'm a, I'm a summer baby. I can't take it. But anyway. Oh, oh please. On yeah. bright, brighter things than that. What was your weekend saying? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, what you, what was your weekend saying? Listen, you know what the weekend was saying. I was with you. What did we but but wait <laughs> What you mean? What, what you mean what my weekend saying? You was there. What was we doing though? That's what we was at the back chat reunion. Backchat London reunion. Okay, Backchat London reunion. All right, you want to be extra with that? That's fine. We already know what it is. You know I'm extra. Anyways. Backchat London. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. wait. So what was we we supposed to be doing there? So. Let let the people know. Shout out to the team at Backchat London for allowing us to come. Look, 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 look. To the reunion show as press. Yeah. Appreciate the hookup, the connect. It was amazing to be there. We had an amazing, the amazing opportunity to interview some of the cast before the reunion even started. And okay, boy! Wait, wait, wait. Before you get into it, cause I know we're going to do a breakdown of the whole day and the whole event. Prior to us going and prior to us getting the press um, um, hookup to go and interview the cast and stuff, did you ever watch Backchat before, as in Backchat London of before? Course. Well, listen, like Backchat London is one of the most popular urban debate shows in London, mate. In the UK, we could even say. Yeah, basically. we could even go. We can go as far as the UK. I think that these guys have grown. Season three, now going into season four. Of course, man. Okay, so you've seen it before. You knew what it was about. Of course, didn't you? Of course, come on. All right. I'm a, I'm a, Asking me questions like, no, like I, you just, like you just landed. Get out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just wanted to make sure that. No, hey, don't make sure with me, yo. You are aware of where we were going. You don't know, make. Going, you know what I mean? No need to make sure with me, yo. Okay, tell me what you thought about the day. Like, tell me your breakdown of like things that transpired. Of the day, I mean, uh, what can I say? I knew, did I know? Obviously, because of season three events, mm-hmm. if people haven't watched season three or haven't caught up with it, I would encourage you to revisit, do a quick binge watch and catch up. But I didn't, I wasn't sure. I mean, there's only a few things. I wasn't expecting huge fireworks. I wasn't expecting a lot of drama, not too much. Not too much, not too much, not too much, but the reunion was very interesting. I don't think it was, it was very different. I think it was definitely different from season two. I think, yeah, there was, was a different source on it, man, this time around. Definitely a different source on it, man. I mean, shout out to Remel London as well. 
before doing an amazing job hosting. Yeah. And things. So um but no, it was it was good, it was good to be there. I think it was I think it was good. I'm not gonna say no more until, you know, we hear what you're saying. Okay, so what I was gonna say to you, um on the on the day when we were there, who was your favourite person to talk to? Favourite person to talk to? Yeah. Who did you vibe with? Oh, favourite person to talk to, you know what, big up to Wale still. I like Wale, man. Wale's just jokes. Wale's just jokes. Mellow. He was mellow. <laughs> Wale was jokes still. I like Wale. I like, um, I really, I did like talking to Adrian, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like, I like Adrian's perspective, man. I liked his transparency. I really enjoyed talking to him as well. I mean, the more I think about it, I think it's everybody. You know, Ramala, Sia, Nissi as well. Hey. Look at these people, Riva, all of them. I think everybody. I think everyone. I can't even say this to one person, but I think everyone, man. What about you? Well, like I was happy that we were there, and I was happy that we were there before it aired. So we literally got the sneak peek into how, just a little bit about how they vibe together as a cast and a group. But what I was surprised about, like you know, watching it from home is completely different to being there and I felt like being there you I could pick up on so much more stuff like body language and just energy levels and it was just crazy because I didn't expect it to be so tense i.e in terms of when they were recording but we'll get to that like when they were recording and they were doing the reunion stuff I didn't realize it was gonna be I literally could cut the tension with a knife like it was that tense and I thought okay it's been so many seasons sometimes you think when you're watching it from behind the stage that they might be putting it on a little bit or like it's not as bad as it seems it's just you know when you just think oh Is it? I'm, su- I'm surprised you said that I thought I didn't think that was going to be a surprise at all no I was I thought you knew what time it was going to be mate no I didn't know it was legit that's interesting like, I didn't know it was legit like anim- 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 what's that word animosity uh, like uh-huh. it was legit like don't sit with me kind of thing. I thought it was just like, okay, it's a, it's a debate show. Because if I was on a de- debate show, like, as much as you could join me whatever, it's just work, or I'm just coming to work whatever, I'm not going to be taking these things, like, super seriously, or I'm not going to go home and sleep on it. But but what I got from that whole vibe is just like, yo, people read, there's loads of people that don't F with each other. There's loads of people that is in their little click, click, like, vibes. And it was just, it was crazy to see in real life. I was just like, right, Wow. It was just, it was just strange to me, anyways. But um, yeah. But that it's was hard. But, but it's hard, though. I mean, I hear what you're saying in terms of this is a debate show, so you can just separate the two. But again, the way that they take their topics on, and you know, obviously they don't know what's going to happen when they open that envelope or when the topic's been given. So if it's a topic that touches home, mate, if it's a topic that goes into the back garden, plus the way that they are, which are generally passionate people, regardless mm-hmm. of who's who. Listen, man, it's difficult difficult super it's more harder than we think and i think being there was demonstrated that it's a lot more you think you could try and separate and so forth but it's not like you're dealing necessarily with if if people if people don't like you people don't like you and usually when you're dealing with people that you don't think like you then you're not even around them anyway you don't see them and so forth but when you're you know working when you're 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 filming like they in the way that they film when you're obviously constantly bunched together, regardless of whether you see them on a regular or not, it's hard to separate it. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to, it's hard to. It's hard to be that work in it. Like sometimes, because I might not like someone at work, but 
And even though it's just work, still, the, the, there's enough connection for it to still bother you if you're not careful. So I've I understood even more the environment. This, this thing ain't easy. I, I guess. I just would have hoped, like, for me, ideally, I would have hoped that if, they, if they've been working together for a certain amount of time, that it would just be a bit more like of a united front it's where it's like oh we're against the world kind of vibe like if whatever people throw at us like we're the only ones that are in this we're the only ones that know what this is like and have a more of a supporting side but it was just it was very like it was just crazy it was just it was Mm. very crazy to me anyways like yeah it was crazy to me to see that but like i enjoyed the conversations that we had with the costumes and i was happy that we got a little bit of a scoop as well and I, I remember asking some questions that we weren't even supposed to ask. So they were like, oh, no, we're not supposed to answer that. But it was funny to to see who was spill, spilling tea without spilling tea and who was, like, you know, staying actually very stum. Like, it was it was, it was was funny to see that. But I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good, um, it was good to see the reunion before everyone else. Like, the public is just, I don't know, it's going to be very messy. And certain things that was we were expecting because certain people were supposed to not come so when we got there and they said that i was like super disappointed especially what like one of the members i don't even know if we can give it away now can we give it away yeah yeah let's go for it i mean let's start let's start yeah let's let's start with topics anyway okay go right through so let's start let's start with again what let's start with the main thing really right the main thing the main thing in fact before we even start with the main thing let's go best dress Best dress, in my opinion, was between Chioma and um, I love Chioma's whole look. She was giving me Rihanna. I, I remember I told you that Chioma was gonna come on one hundred. I told you. Yeah, you I said told she, you. you said you said that she behind the stage she was doing like fitness two thousand eighteen coming to snatch with. Yeah, me. man, she. I think her whole vibe from season two to season three has changed in a big the way. Glow, so the, the glow she glowed up one hundred. So you think okay. Chioma, Chioma's your number one? She was number one to me. It was between Chioma and, um, what's her name, Ariette. Those two were giving me vibes. They were just... Yeah, like, Ariette, yeah, okay. Yeah, those two were giving me... And they were both wearing white as well, to be to be fair. They both did yeah. a white, white look, and it, it was clean. And um, it, they just, they looked really good. But then, there was other people that also looked good, in my opinion. But those two were the two standouts. But go on. Yeah, I would say, I would say Ariette as well. I think again it was a simple dress but you know it was the best for her. And her hair looked nice as well. It was laid. Yeah man, she she did her she did her thing. Ariette definitely did well. Yeah, she Um I think Ariette and I'd say I'd give it to either Omar. Okay. I think Omar Omar did well and and with the shirt and the Wakanda vibes. Yeah, they were giving Omar Omar and Adrian. Adrian's suit that that jacket and trouser combo mate with the bandana across, I thought that was flying man. Yeah, he did his little thing. He did his thing. I think for the guys, it was definitely Omar that dressed nice, like the nicest. He came with the beaded thing and then the black shirt, and it was open, um, and it was clean. And the funny thing is, before <laughs> this is a little bit of tea, but before the show started, like we saw the cast wearing their ordinary clothes, right? So mm-hmm. I was like, look, he was like, he was in um some tracksuit or whatever, and I was like, like what? I was just imagining what was he going to wear. I was thinking, is he going to go? Because I didn't know that they had to change of clothes. Obviously, I didn't know any of the information. So I was thinking, is he going to go out like that? And then in my head, and then when he come out and he was dressed and everything, I was like, yes, he slayed, like, slay. <laughs> so it was, it was super funny. But, um, yeah, 
Um, so Omar was definitely and Adrian the ones that tried, in my yeah. opinion. All right, let's get into it. Let's get, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah, all of that, all of that stuff and done it. All right, let's get into it. So, mm. Esther versus Munu. What did you, what, what did you, what did you see about that situation? Obviously, we know it's all about, uh, what did you wear at 21? Those things were addressed on the stage. Tell me, talk to me. What did you see? Okay, wait. On the show or in general, like Team Nunu or Team Esther, like what are you asking me? Yeah, just in general. What did you tell me? All of that, all of it, man. Okay, so basically, from watching the show, yeah, because I'm only judging on watching the show, what was said on the show, right, and the aftermath of that. I don't want to go into anything behind stage or back backstage or whatever because we're not privy to that as viewers. We're only privy to what they've said on the show, on the debate show, right? So that's what I'm going to judge it off of. So my opinion, when the episode aired and there was a whole, I call it Esther Gate, yeah? People tried to play me when I had my name for it, but this is basically what right, Listen, yeah, we, we, know, we, know, we know that story anyway, yeah? Don't go too deep into that. We want to hear the reunion, mate. That's what we want to hear from you, mate. We want to hear okay. the reunion. What was the address? What did you see, mate? So basically, on the show, in the reunion, like, it was a back and forth. Like, first of all, Esther was gonna, wasn't going to turn up, right? And then I was like, Mm, why? Like you should, you need to turn. Yeah, up but they announced at the beginning that she wasn't yeah, going to come, and then she yeah, came maybe last I, half an hour. Yeah, and she tweeted it as well time ago as well. So literally, no one was expecting it to come up. So she came the last half an hour, and I was like, thank God, because it's something that needs to be addressed. Like they need to resolve, they need to talk about it. Basically, it has to be talked about. It's a reunion. Let's talk about it. So then, when they were going, like when she said what she said, she first came on. She's like, like she said what she had to say. She said, I'm aware that you weren't actually going at my child specifically but this is why it felt what this is why I felt how I felt and this is why I got angry then Nunu had her rebuttals and stuff and she was she was defending herself sticking into sticking up for what she said and saying that you know I never went for your job blah 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 and then everyone started getting involved from the cast members and was all defending Esther basically and no one's really no one's really Back in Nunu, I don't think I'm trying to think, remember if anyone was back in Nunu. I don't. No, think no, no, no one back. No one back Nunu. It was only B Money that back Nunu until the end. Because remember, Esther's point was number one. Interesting to definitely interesting to note that before Esther spoke and she came in and Ramel was just introducing the situation. Remember, Esther was shaking. She was. Shaking. And I tweeted this. Esther was shaking before she even said a word. Yes, and in my opinion, it wasn't the shake of anger. It was. For me, it was a shake-up. You feel so emotional about the situation that you're just it's just manifesting to where your body's a move like that. That's what it was to me. I don't know. Do you think it was an angry shake or do you think it was... I think it was a mixture between anger and nervousness and... Yes, I had nervousness in there. I, just yeah. I didn't see anger. I, I, didn't see, I didn't see anger. And I think... And the reason why is even because, again... When they showed us the clip again of that of that episode where you know them two went into it, mm. if you think about Esther's disposition in the show, Esther's always shouting, always cussing, always saying something. And the thing with Esther is that just from what how she carries on, you would have you would think that the way that she talks, that she's angry. Do you know what I mean? You'd assume the way that she's aggressive and so forth that when mm. she's reviling someone's response, she's angry. But the interesting thing is when she officially said in the show. Like over the season, she officially only this, um, you know, pe- people you can talk to me. The only time I've ever heard Esther say I'm angry was in that moment. In that moment when Nunu responded how she responded, and she said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really angry." 
And her anger wasn't manifested in the way that we saw it, had seen it. Her anger manifests with emotion, you know, with sadness. Mm-hmm. It's, you know what I mean? She started to cry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where it all is. So it's very, 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 very interesting. Yeah, continue. Yeah, so basically, like, when she, that's why I said that, I felt like the shaking was, because she was quiet, yeah, she was quiet, and she, it's like, you know, when you're facing someone, you haven't seen the person for a long time, and, like, the whole thing went down, and, and when, I feel like she was definitely nervous, and she was definitely still upset about the whole situation, like, I could, I, I don't think she was over it, I feel like she was still upset, she hadn't moved past it, and, um, yeah, so, like, when they were going back and forth, it was like, it was, to me, watching as a viewer or watching as someone in the audience, it felt to me that it was really lost on them and the comprehension of everything. I feel like they just use, they have used their, like, whatever personal feelings they have against Nunu to judge the situation and to be like, oh, you know, you can't really talk about someone's children and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, everything was lost on them because like as she said many a times it wasn't actually about the child she was just saying that was a comeback the girl said something about her she said something about the girl and it was that it was that quick that simple and it's like and also she said what were you doing at 21 just like you said i am single like it just didn't make sense the the animosity and i felt like it was literally some personal personal issues and behind the stage drama like because she she rightfully did what she needed to do to stand up for herself against someone that has been coming for her throughout the whole season, coming for her, coming for her, saying so much stuff, flicked, sly. And then when she finally got a taste of a, a comeback that was worthy of her to be so shocked and so, you know, out of it, she couldn't take it. And I felt like that was lost on the thing. And I don't like also when two people are going at it, where, why is, you know, like if you're, just in general, outside of the back traffic, if you have an argument, like if two girls are having an argument, right, like they're going back and forth. I just, I dislike when guys try to get involved because it's like, we don't need that energy. Let the girls sort it out. But we and, know why though. But we know why Lucas got involved. Yeah, but because she always back, you know how they are, they're like, they're a little click, whatever, and it's really jarring because... No, but where, but if you remember when Lucas came in, so okay, so, okay, so, basically, if you remember, Esther gave, Esther gave her story in terms of why she was so upset about the situation. Because, you know, mm-hmm. having a child at 20, at, you know, being pregnant at 20, child at 21, obviously from a cultural perspective, being in a Nigerian background, you know, there were some family members, there were some family members that supported her, there were some that disowned her. From a university perspective, her, te- her lecturers are telling her, listen, just defer the, the year, don't worry about it, forget about it, and so forth. So as well as that, when she, been, when she was pregnant, she had a... Um, some type of stroke yeah, on one part side of her face, right? Yeah. So Esther's building all of those things up as to say this is, you know, these are some of the, these are the, these are the reasons, this is justification as to why she was so mad about what she said because, you know, no one knows what she went through. Yeah. So now when, you know, her and Esther's main gripe with Nunu was the fact that Nunu had gone on, you know, had gone on with the T-shirts, the branding, the the business and so forth, so you're almost sticking the knife right in. Yes, that's what she said. As well, and, and, as, and, as, and as well as that, you know, she had said that, you know, before, when, remember, because they filmed that episode in October, I think, yes, and it came out, you know, just a few months ago. So when she had done that, afterwards, they seemed to have been cool. That's what she said. She said that Nunu seemed, you know, apologetic or, you know, it was, it was definitely not like this from Esther's from perspective. So with all that, so with all of that combined, and then 
when Nuni responded, Nuni was saying, listen, you only, listen, we're not, we're not friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this because I'm not, I'm not friends. I'm not friends with none of you. Not friends with none of you. None of you guys are my friends. So when she said that, even though before that, you know, Lucas had said, listen, man, you know, concerning the whole child. I think when Esther said the story about the child and, you know, the, the stroke and all of that, you know, she had won everyone in the room just from that perspective. But when she said, when Nunu said, none of you guys are my friends, and that's when Lucas really reacted because that's when Lucas said, listen, hold on a second. What? Say that again. Say that again. What? It, Say that I'm again. Not, I'm not even talking about that part because... No, no, but in terms of when Lucas jumped in, like, on a big scale, that was like, that was like, the, that was the biggest way because he couldn't believe that Nunu, who just a few moments before, everyone was, you know, they were talking about how much he had been backing Nunu, backing Nunu, backing Nunu, backing Nunu. So obviously he's assuming a friendship, but Nunu's like, listen, I'm already friends with anyone. Like, okay, Lucas, yeah, cool. We're cool, Lucas, we're cool, but like that, but, you know, we're not just friends. But, again, when, again, Mr. J, when Esther said the story of the child and this and that, the stroke, the pregnancy, the family, all of that, listen, everybody, that was it. Do you know what I mean? But it really, it still didn't do anything to me because really and truly, that's, a, that's your struggle, right? We appreciate it, yeah? Like, I understand, like, that's sad, great, yeah? But that's, it's like, when people do stuff like that, it distracts the point. The point is, she it was nothing to do with any of that. Because the same thing that she said in the video, yeah, could have triggered Nunu. Nunu said in the video, I want a man that's like my dad that cooks, yeah, for me. Because I, 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 I want a man that cooks like my dad does in the house, right? Then she flew out of her mouth, that's why you're still, still single. Do you know how much people, there could be people, there's many people out there that struggle with singleness. They struggle with all these journeys to before they get to where they get to or before they get cuffed up or whatever, like she could have been there crying a river saying, oh, I was always rejected as a child. Someone tried to do this to me, blah, blah. She, like she could have, that could have been a story. And Nunu came out and said, no one knows my story. When she said that, had, had, when she said, oh, I would, I would like someone like my dad. So she could have turned around and said, oh, so you're trying to say my dad's not a man, like, because he cooks for me. Like, oh, you're trying to say that that's not an idol thing. To, like, she didn't do none of that. You don't know people's stories. So when you are now in your own feelings, after you opened your mouth and tried to shave somebody in a way where you wanted to humiliate them, because if Nuni never said nothing back, everyone would have just been like, oh, what Esther said, innit? They would have rested on that. And then she would have been shamed and embarrassed. Yeah. So, you can't now decide and then she 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 said oh i'd rather if you came to me and said oh but i'm single i've got my body done blah, blah blah yeah those are things that you're at peace with isn't it those are the things that you you're cool with so that's why someone can say that and you're not gonna feel no way but the same way you can't dictate when you've opened your mouth and said something to somebody you can't dictate how they come back and your your problem should never have been oh she now went and did business from it because if you guys squashed your thing like you said you squashed in october or whatever if she now saw the public's reaction months later a smart person would be like oh we're cool anyway we've already been cool we squashed this but i'm going to go and do this is quite at this point we're not getting paid mad money from this 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 endeavor we're doing i'm going to get paid and you should see it for what it is why are you still in your feelings why are you still upset about it because really and truly you shaded the girl the girl came back and you just didn't like the f to me it just looks like she didn't like the fact that people had gone in on her on Twitter because they saw it as well. Even if Nuni said sorry, even if she apologized in the time, later on you watch it back and you're like, no, but I actually, maybe they were making me think that I did more than I did. Actually, 
you know, I was justified in what I was doing, so I'm not gonna be quite, I'm not gonna be begging you to be because reading really truly, I've seen it back. Everyone else has seen it back. I'm not in the wrong. I'm like people are saying I'm justified for my actions, so of course let her go and do her thing. I don't understand why she was so like anyone could tell a story. Anyone could stand there and say, oh, this is because everyone has a story to tell. Like everyone has a journey that they've taken. So it's like if you don't want your stuff or if you're not at peace with certain things, don't come for people. If your mouth was quiet in the first place, no one would have said anything. You know, that's that's how I feel about it. Yeah, so, and I think that's why and that's why B Money defended Nunu and said, "Listen, don't throw stones yeah, if you I live in a glass house." Because at the end of the day, Esther, so like, okay, you you know, respect to your story, respect to what you've been through, and so forth. I remember Sia as well. Sia jumped on like a yeah, she Sia did. jumped on like she she you know Sia was like, "Listen, if anyway if anybody could remember B, I don't I forgot what B Money was trying to say to Sia." But Sia, Sia just like... Yeah, she just, she just got... Yeah, you know what it was? Yeah, because Ramel was asking Sia, Sia, you know, yeah. I know that before you've gone for a similar situation where, you know, Nunu had said certain things to, her, to you and so forth. Like, what was you thinking and feeling when you heard what she had said to Esther? And, Nunu, and um, Sia had said, yep, you know, from from last season, I'm like, I'm not even talking to I don't even talk to Nunu. You know, I don't even respond to Nunu. I don't even talk to Nunu. But then I think B-Money was trying to talk and say something to her. But yeah. Sia just like to explode when it she came when she, when she just said, "Listen, all I know is if Nunu ever said anything like that about me and my child and blah 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 and blah blah blah, the girls are like, listen. <laughs> backchat with a dead book. Backchat with a done. Backchat yeah. done. Like, backchat dead. Like that's it. Like that's it. Listen, like that's it. And B Money trying to like talk to her, and say something. She's now turned around at B Money, and she's just gone on us. Thousand. She ends up what picking up her, taking off her shoes, getting yeah. up, saying, "Ah, what's that? Like, I don't really need this. I don't need this." No, but you guys, no. I hope you guys have got something else going on. You know, because the day when Andy don't, when, when Andy don't need you no more, or did it, she just went off. She went ham, and I felt like that was some misplaced anger for some next thing because yeah. it didn't even it didn't even make sense to what it was like. Even the beef she had with Nunu, because I think in season two, when Nunu did say something to her, it was very ignorant of her, and it was addressed there and then. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they had, she had, she she held her head hands up and said, "Do you know what? It was my bad," because she actually directly spoke about her child. So that's cool for her to even be that way. It's like, do you know what? I don't F with you. You don't mention my child. Cool. That is fine. But that was season two. Nunu was like, why are we still mentioning it? We had a whole yeah. So why are you still bringing it up now? Because this is completely different. Just because there was a, 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 what's it called? Where were you at 21? Popping out babies. That's not the same thing as me directly speaking about someone else's child. Like, that's a completely different question. Because you asked me, what, like, why am I still single? Because I want a man to cook for me. Do you know what I mean? So it's completely different. So when they were still holding that against them, like, people need to really and truly move on. Because at the end of the day, people grow. And she had apologized for that afterwards in the reunion. So it's like we're now in season three, and this is a whole different story. But I feel like they just don't like her in general. They just don't like her. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't happy with if you remember Aria and how she was kind of going on. Yeah, Ariette with Nunu. I wasn't. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I was trying to think about the way Ariette was kind of saying her things about Nunu. I, was, I just didn't like it. I didn't really like it. They're fake, and when I come, when it comes to you, and that's why I don't like. I'm like, li- li- listen, yeah, all of them have a perception on the screen, right, on YouTube or whatever. I'm sure not all of them are the exact same as they are outside of it. And for her to be like, oh, the audience doesn't know yet where the people here, blah, blah, blah. And I thought if, if, if she 
would only depend on the group of them that are there as her support system. I would just, I would jump at this point because they weren't even showing any kind of support. So I wouldn't even be riding for them regardless. If it was a different story where like, they were like, oh, we all love you, Nini, we all love you. I can't believe you're doing this to us, but we all love you. We still love... It would have been different vibes. But they already have some next contention to the girl. And then you're turning around and saying to me, oh, like, we're the ones that are here to support you. The world doesn't care about you, brother. I'd rather take my... Yeah, who cares? And even, and even Wale jumped on it as well. Um, I think, again, when Nunu was, you know, we're talking about from the business perspective and none of you guys are my friends and all of this kind of stuff. And then when Wale jumped in, we're like, listen, hold on, you know, when you had your event and only 11 people came and, <laughs> you know, where's your following? And, you know, she, she really, she, she really, she really got it. But big up to Nunu because, as usual, she holds her own. She holds her own. She doesn't wait. She doesn't change what she's saying. No. She doesn't waver what she's saying. No. And you know what? Big up, big up to her, man. Big up to her for her being able to, to be able to handle that situation because it wasn't easy at all. But yeah, as D Money said, he said, listen, no one knows what Nunu's been going through. When people yeah. are saying, no one knows, no one knows anything. No one wants after. So we have to all be, be careful. And it's when, <laughs> when he said that, that's when Esther and Lucas are saying, oh, you know, you're really looking for clout. You're looking for clout. You're looking for clout. You're looking for clout. That was the buzzword of the of the. Yeah, you're looking for clout. You're looking for it. And he's like, and he wants to say, yeah, yeah, of course, that's what we hear. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If I want to get influence, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that was, that was, that, that was mad. Yeah, the Nunu and Esther thing, I'm just happy that she turned up, to be honest, because if she didn't, it would be, it would look bad on her part. Like, grown people, if you have this, if you have some kind of conflict, if you have something, you have to face up to what it is. Like, it's a reunion show, and she's been there for the whole time. I think she's a she's an original cast member. She even flew to New York to do their um, New York thing back chat. So it's like if you didn't come to reunion, it just looks so bad on yourself, especially if you portray yourself to be a strong woman, a grown ass woman, a big woman, whatever. Like you have to handle your ish and you have to just take the L when you have an L. And like I feel like she took the she had an L in the episode in the reunion. People were blinded by the whole mother thing. Cool. But at the end of the day, like, Nunu was in her own right to stand her ground, and she did, and I'm proud that she did that, even though I'm not, I, I don't, yeah. I'm not biased either way, but when right is right and wrong is wrong, it's like, you yeah. can't shade, shade someone for the whole time, you can't be through the whole season shady, telling the girl to move out of your face, giving her eye rolls and looks and this and that, and when she finally opens her mouth to say something, that's when everything falls apart for you. No, I, I, yeah, I mean, Esther said, I remember Esther did say that she held... Nunu responsible, especially for the threats that she was getting and so forth. I remember being on, um, I remember seeing okay. it myself, some of the things that people have said. But you know, Nunu said, what about me in season two? And how many things I was getting? But, but anyway, let's move on anyway. Yeah. So Adrian and B-Money, that was a very interesting scenario because even when we were talking to, remember we were talking to Nunu and Adrian in the interview, in them, when we interviewed them and, and she didn't even mention that, yeah, Fafa's going to come out. You know what I mean, Fafa's going to come out. Yeah. And Adrian and B Money. So again, this was a behind the scenes situation whereby they had spoken behind the scenes. Cut long story short, B Money called Adrian an ignorant nigger. That's what he said. He said you're an ignorant oh, nigger. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go to that, you have to go to the first thing they tried to drop. The first thing was when B Money re- retweeted a tweet, right? And it said um, that Adrian had said something about African people. To, like, I don't think it was. I don't, I don't, was it B Money or was it Sia? No, it was B Money. Because Sia said it herself. She retweeted it after, but it was B, it came on B Money's anonymous. Um, that's a different. That's a different. That's a different one, though. That's what I said. We can go to the afters. We can go to the okay, afters. Okay, okay. So yeah. So, so Adrian. So Adrian. So Adrian said. So yeah. B Money said to Adrian, "Ignorant, you're an ignorant nigger. 
yeah. and don't you could tell again when Adrian and B Money were on the on the sofa, you could see the space in between them, and you yeah. could just feel. Could you feel it? You could feel. You could feel. You could see other problems. You could see. So they show. So they show the behind the scenes clip of when B Money said to Adrian, "You're an ignorant nigga," and Adrian just flipped out. Like, listen, yeah. what? Very aggressive. What you wanna? What? Listen, don't touch me. You wanna fight? All of this kind of stuff, and they were trying to almost brand Adrian as being fake as a result of the way that he responded, saying, hold on a second, this is a whole, hold on a second, this is a whole different type of energy. This doesn't yeah. make no sense. This is yeah. not who we see on, um, this is not who we see in the videos and so forth. I was thinking to myself, this, I, I, again, I remember B-Money tried to get Omar involved as well, from yeah. I was referring back to season two. Yeah. And all because Adrian said, what, do you want to fight? Or, or not, do you want to fight? You know, you, you no, can't. He didn't, say, he didn't say you want to fight. He just said the, he, the other one was says something and he goes, okay, come fight me then because the, Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Come fight me. Come, yeah, come fight me. You, you can't, you're not going to fight me. You can't do it. Da, 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 da. But yeah, very, you know, the man was angry. And I could, I could, and I think again, I realized again that these people, Again, I think, and like we said, even on the night, I think when you have a group, like even though it's a show, it's a bait show, Black Cat is a group of people. And in any group, the group, the group takes shape. There's people, there's people that are considered to be at the top. There's some people considered to be at the bottom. And I think how they deal with Adrian, that's where they try to put him. Because if you, if you're telling me, I mean, Miss J, you know how I am. So if one day you hear someone says something to me and I get angry and I respond, yeah. And now it's almost going to be like, oh, well, BB, we don't see that of you. So you must be fake. faking it. <laughs> so we, you must be fake, right? But we don't see it. I'm thinking, what? You, you guys are constantly pushing this. They're constantly pushing this man against the wall. Constantly pushing this guy. As a, when the man, and the man told him specifically, you know, I don't like that word. The man told him the whole, the N word. I don't like it. I don't like it. Don't refer to me as that. Don't call me that. Specifically, told the guy. So, as far as I'm concerned, anything he says after that is what is is what it is. But for them to brand it as if there's a problem and you know he's this and he's that, I just thought, you know what? They need to allow the thing. Do you know what? Yeah, this is why I feel like they clutch for straws for the people that don't actually f with. They can make up any random finger, and they've done it before. Because even in the last season, they that's exactly what they said about Adrian. They are oh, he's fake. And then when they gave the receipts of why he's fake, when I tell you it was the most flimsiest excuse in my life I've heard and I was like is that your version of what fake is because, like and when he like Adrian like defended himself and said no this is the re the real reason why this happened or whatever it's like it's super clear and I'm like that's not actual evidence of fakeness that's not evidence of fakery if you don't know the person and if you're not really friends with the person you're not going to know every single emotion that they display when they're either ticked off or when they're angry or when they're you're just going to know what I'm doing at my workplace my professional side whatever but if you're not always like you said, throwing stones, digging, digging, putting me in the corner, doing things I've specifically told you I don't like. And then I, while, and his version of Wilding Out was even so calm because I watched the video back. It was not, it wasn't throwing chairs. He wasn't throwing no tables. He wasn't jumping up and down. He was just very, he was still in his, his space. He was there, like, come fight me if you want to fight me. If it did, like, so what part of that is fake? Like, I don't understand what their, what their, their, their problem with Adrian is. And like you said, I feel like they've literally put him in that, that category where they just want to par him off. Like, they think that, I don't know what it is when they see him, they see something that they can, they can, um, move around or, you know, boss around or whatever and expect him to just take it all the time. And then when he says something, it's like, oh my gosh, you're not the same person that we know. You're, you're supposed to be quiet. You're supposed to be the one that, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, 
Like he said, when he was speaking, he was like, they're literally waiting for Sutton from me to say, oh, point fingers at me and say, oh, this is Adrian. This is the real Adrian, blah, 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 blah. And you can't be in a positive space around people that are like that because it's very, very toxic. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what, so why I, are you... Go on. So I guess you're not a fan of the tweet as well. What tweet? So the tweet that they, like you mentioned, the tweet that they reposted. Um, That they they spoke about. Well, 2010? Bruv. 2000, okay, so wait. They brought out a tweet, yeah, and it was 2010, and he was, I don't know how old he said he was. He said he was 16, 17, yeah. And he said something like, oh, wherever he was. This I'm in the, yeah, I'm in the car park, and it smells like. African. African and piss. piss. Yeah? Yes. Okay, so that was the big unveiling, like, oh, my gosh, this is what you did behind the stage, blah, blah, blah. And they tried so hard to compare it to the Honey situation where Honey wrote something very ignorant back, back when she was on the show um, about, I don't know, what, no, was it Honey or one other girl? She said something about black people or whatnot, and they tried to compare it to that. And I thought, first of all, it's not the same. Second of all, this was 2010, right? Like if they dig up, <laughs> like Aiden said, when he was like, even when he, even when he was like, look at what's his name, Thailand for 2018, 2017, he's saying ignorant things now. People say stuff here yeah, that ignorant. That's not something that's amazingly like nice. Whatever smelling like African blah, blah that's ignorant statement. However, it's eight years plus. Are you playing games? Why would you think that that's something that you now throw out there and feel like, oh yeah, he's not the same person? How can you say that? That I'm, I'm offended. Offended for what? What did you say eight years ago? That should be another uh, T-shirt. What were you saying eight years ago? Like, are you still the same person? Like, are you still the same person that you were eight years ago? Obviously, we come with some stupidness. We say some ignorant things. We say some... Um, but eight years ago, don't bring that to me, please. Bring what I'm actually saying today. Like, what am I standing for today? Like, that's what we need to talk about. And if it's uplifting people and if it's... Like, he walked in there like he was from Wakanda. Like, he was he was about his black pride, Africa pride. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like... You've, he's changed his mentality and he said that he said I apologise for what I said then like that's not who I am now blah 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 so it's like why are you still talking about it? I was even surprised they even brought it up to be honest like seriously and I was thinking if they're going to do that for him they should do that they should do the same thing for every single cast member go a deep dive and get something that everyone said 10 years ago and see if it correlates to who they are today because it's out of order in my opinion no 100% it was a shame again that you know even when Sia said listen if this was anybody else, she would have spoken to them about it, as opposed to retweet it. I thought she said that she would have done, but because relate because she doesn't have that issue, Adrian. That's why she said, you know what? That's why she just retweeted it. So it was disappointing, man. But again, like you said, it's just looking for the guy, man. Looking, 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 looking. But I feel, I felt like that was nullified quite well, though. Yeah. In my opinion, I don't think everyone jumped on it. Yeah, he done it very quick because it was supposed to be done. Even me, I was just like, even reading out, like, I was just like, it was just so unnecessary. I was just thinking, like, are they, like, literally, do they have nothing else to talk about? Because that was clutching, in my opinion. That was really clutching. It wasn't too, it wasn't shocking. I was just thinking, okay, I just rolled eyes. 2000, when they said the date, I said 2010. Like, really? <laughs> Anyways, so that was just, uh, to me. Yeah, was, that was, that was. That was absolutely mad. Okay, what about this one? Gogo versus Riva. Gogo versus Riva, what happened? So do you remember, Gogo was trying to explain that people like Lucas and Riva, they can come across, they can, because they can come across, they can come across almost intimidated 
and that's almost the reason why people listen to them and they buy and respect them. And what a way Reva switch. Reva, she, she definitely switched, but I feel like her switch was actually, Gogo was the middle person. Her switch was actually directly directed at Nunu, but because she's not talking to Nunu, she had to use Gogo as in between because Gogo was kind of like, you know when you like kind of like um like like adding on to what Nunu's point was because that originally came from Nunu like when they did the behind the stage thing with Reese so she was frustrated with Nunu because Nunu had said it and she and already she had spoken you know afterwards she was oh like, yeah once you you can't tell them Nunu you don't know what yeah you didn't watch the words you didn't watch the words but I think the the mere fact that Gogo agreed yeah I was trying to explain it trying to explain it expanding I was trying to explain it expanding and so forth yeah. up why. That's when she was like, nah, like complete. I don't know. With with that, it's like Nunu. I think with them, yeah, they don't. Sometimes she will say something here, yeah, and you know, like if I was talking to you and I would say something that I wouldn't use the right terminology or I won't use the right word, but you understand what I'm trying to say. They don't give her the benefit of that of what she actually was trying to say because she um um what's her name, Reva was upset with the fact that she said intimidation. Yeah, yeah, intimidation is more about fear yeah, as opposed to respect. Yeah, exactly. So she was using t- terminology and Lexus and and the actual t- the actual definition of the word, but that's not what Nunu was trying to say. She was just basically saying that when people have that kind of, because you know you can fear someone, but you're not scared of them. It's like a they just have an air air of like don't mess with me kind of vibe. But it's not like I'm scared that you're gonna do something. It's just like I know who I am. I know my worth. Like, don't play with me. I'm not the kind of person to be played with kind of vibe. And so that, from it was, Nunu was describing that when you have that kind of air about you, people will either respect it or they'll just be deterred by it. But majority of people, like, respect that kind of thing. So it wasn't like fair, like, oh, my gosh, I will do you something. That, it was just a different kind of, I feel like she was trying to say something else. And Riva was offended because she's, she and she explained that she's heard so many times that her, persona is something to be yeah she's, she's like a, she's like a man yeah. you know people you know always, she's always been challenged from when she was young about the way that she is and how she is so and again that's what like it like we said earlier about the whole esther new situation when people hear words things that trigger them yeah they just go oh they go off and it they just go off and also, especially when it's coming from people you don't already like you don't even mess with so it's like i don't even want to hear what you have to say do you know what i mean so i feel like if there was anyone else that would have said it i don't think reva would have gone off like that but because it came from nunu i agree her observation of her she's like i don't even like you why are you talking to me in the first place that that was what i got from that but it's just like reva's like to me she has the right to defend or say who she actually is if she feels like it's not being communicated to the people and she knows who, like, what she actually really represents. And if she wants to speak on it, she can because that's her right. But it's like I didn't think it needed the aggression, like the anger, because it's like it wasn't to me. I don't think Nuno was coming from a like a horrible place. I don't think she was like, oh, she was just saying something. Like certain people could be seen as timid. Certain people could be seen as, and people won't even want to hear what they have to say. Certain people might be seen as they're stupid. And do you know what I mean? Like it depends on how people perceive people, how they. Re- Bond or respect them or whatever. So I just felt like it was just a miscommunication, in my opinion, and because mm-hmm. they didn't like each other. I mean, no, didn't like her. I, I definitely agree. It was a big shame as well that Max wasn't there because obviously the whole go go and Max situation. Obviously, when they covered it, it would have been better if Max was there. Eb, so that's really was, talk about. That's our understatement. It was a. It was. Terrible. Even Ramel was like, "Listen, I'm so sad that yeah. 
you see what I mean? That this guy's not here because he said so many things and that was such a big moment. So many things throughout the season that people needed to just ask him what you actually like. Do you know what I'm saying? He needed to explain himself a lot because he said a lot of like outrageous, ludicrous stuff throughout the season. So him not being there was just it was annoying because he's like, why are you not there? And especially because Gogo said that they even squashed it and stuff. It would have been great to see on the platform how the two guys came to that resolution because you would never have known watching the episode that. It was it was deaded like you. It was the last episode as well. It was the last episode. Yeah, but the last episode. So you, you never, after you that, never, you never would have known. But it was interesting to hear how Gogo had thought that one of the reasons why he was so annoyed was the fact that obviously him and Max talk on a level outside. They have real conversation. They talk on a level. They talk deep things. So when you're hearing this guy say things that is almost contrary yeah. to how he comes across to him and what they talk about behind closed doors. That's where a lot of the frustration could come from. Yeah, and it made sense. Yeah, it did. Of course. Of course, it made man. Sense. I was here for it, and I was here for his explanation, and I was here for him saying that he could have pulled the trigger and he wouldn't have done anything, and blah, 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 even though they were challenging him, saying no. And yeah. it was funny. Lucas had a funny moment in that whole thing because he was like, I was telling him one thing to diffuse the situation. Yeah, like, Lucas, boy, yeah. That was hilarious to me because I didn't even, it was just jokes. But that's the right thing to do. Yeah, because that was all. So obviously, viewers remember when. That in that there there that scene there was just muted audio muted audio so you'll probably hear it um yeah. on the um on the thing so yeah Lucas going back and forth telling one one story saying to me yeah yeah I know you hear I know you kill it I know you I knew yeah yeah I know you I know but yeah I agree I agree with that do you know what I mean I I agree with that for the piece. That was definitely comedic, and I I didn't even realize when they until they pointed it out, and I thought that was actually smart because some people they don't know that you're supposed to do those things to defuse situations. So it was good to see mm. that he was like, well, "We're going to do whatever it is to stop this because we didn't we didn't." But want it was inter- it was interesting to know that they Lucas really thought because Lucas and Gogo they know each other outside, so Lucas yeah. really thought that unequivocally that Gogo was gonna go, was gonna go down with Gogo, but Gogo was like, "Listen, it was never gonna be that." Yeah. It was quite interesting that they really he never believed it was ever gonna go to that level. Yeah. Which is which is good. Which shows that they had, yeah, they of had course. you know, for the relationship that he had with Max, which was cool to see, you know. Um who else who else was talking? Like, I'm trying to think who else got into it in the reunion. I don't know, I think we did well to cover quite a lot, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think that was the majority. So out of ten, what would you rate the whole experience? Like going Doesn't, there, doing press. Going there, no, I'd say about eight out of ten, man. I think it was it was good to be there. It was good to be there as press. It was definitely great to talk to the cast as well before the actual union as well. And yeah. um, you know, it was good as well when there were moments. It was good to see people like Adrian, people like Nunu, almost win, so to speak, just yeah. from the perspective that you know what, it's hard for them. Difficult yeah. moments, but they're all right. Do you know what I mean? They managed to power through and do what they've got to do. So I think they did well from that regard, man. But yeah, like you said, definitely still a big shame there was no Max. Glad that eventually Esther decided to pull up and so forth. I mean, hopefully in next season we do see more of um, Chikioma and yeah. um, even, Nis- uh, even Nissi as well. You yeah. know, I hope we see, I hope we see more of those guys. I I I hope so too because Chioma I thought was definitely missed this season. Like in general, like I like her when she's there on set. Um, not to say that she puts that most of, like into the conversation, but just as a cast member, I just want to see you there. Like not not be there. Um, and Nissi T, she always comes with her wise things to say, and I want to see her more as well. 
And in general, like, I feel like season four, hopefully they have, I think in season three they had more topics, more varied topics than they've had in the last two seasons. So I hope they go through, they go on that vein. Um, It'll be interesting if they add any new cast members, in my opinion. It'll be interesting to see if they add anyone to the mix. And, um, yeah, like, we'll see who doesn't come back because, like, some people might not be coming back. For real? Do you want to say who? Might not be coming back? Do I want to say who? Yeah, because well, a little birdie said something when we were at the, um, what's it called? You said when we coming back? Oh, well, it was, um, Adrian said he's not coming back. Adrian said he's done. Adrian said, listen, man, I've, you know, this is about how I represent myself. You know, this is about how my family taught me, you know, how I must represent myself and so forth and being on this show and, all the things he experienced, you know, he's he's you know he's he's coming out of character big time. So he's got to do, he's got to he's got to do what's best for him, you know. He's got to do what's best for him, man. But it, and even though I remember even thinking like I even get the times when he may have come of character, but to me it's been justified because the way they go at you, it's yeah. been justified 100. percent Do you know what I mean? It's been justified 100. percent But he said this is regardless. Like even in season two, his mum was in the crowd, and to see yeah. him carry on like that and so forth for him and his personal convictions. That's not what it's about for him. So, all the best, man, to Adrian. Yeah, hopefully we can get him to call in and we can chat to him one-on-one to hear his his story because I feel like when we were talking to him, it was very, very, very interesting hearing what he had to say. He's gone through stuff and I also feel like it's a lot of people's reality. Um, but, yeah, in general, I always go for the... I, I always root for the underdog because I don't really like seeing situations where people that are very capable of being vocal and strong or whatever like when there's the weaker ones I don't like seeing the dynamics of how you know how it, it plays out so I always kind of root for the underdogs to get their voice and for them to stand their ground so I like I like seeing that it was it was done yesterday I mean done <laughs> yesterday you know, done in the reunion with the people that are seen as the outcasts of the group not for the world but for, of the group so I like to see I like to see that but in general it was good in my opinion I'd say it was an 8.5 because I have to always be more positive than you um okay. <laughs> I'd say it was 8.5 I felt like it was a great reunion a great press day and um I hope like everyone gets to see it and lets us know what like what their thoughts are yeah it was a mad one still it was all right then mate mm-hmm. all right then man we're gone where are you going? We're gone. Where are you going? Where am I going? I'm gone, man. Wherever, man. I'll see you later. Yeah. Peace out. All right. Cool. Bye.